Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 2, episode 328 of this daily study podcast. Thank you very much for joining us as we um, pause from our Come Follow Me studies for this day and we um, have a little discussion about some things that uh, I've been studying or some events from the last week or so uh, within the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, and also review some listener comments. Um, so, yeah, we haven't had any feedback from email, but um, we have had quite a few comments on the Facebook group, which is lovely. Um, first of all, I shared the the link about the phrase when Christ says, never have I shown myself unto man to the brother of Jared. And we discussed what you meant by that, because, of course, there have been prophets that have seen the Lord, but this was different. Uh, and Natalie Todd Bolton um, said, I love what Elder Holland has said about it. He gives six explanations which all hold truth. However, I feel, as does Elder Holland, that the most accurate interpretation would be that never had man crossed through the veil without the, the God first inviting him to. Um, and that was found in um, the student manual. I think it's the Institute manual, um, which is a, a wonderful resource. So thank you for that. Um, also, there was a post given by Nancy Isom, which is lovely, which is brilliant. I'd love it if more people listening to this podcast posted some more things, not just commented on the things that I shared, but just share what you've been studying, whether it has anything to do with the Come Follow Me study on, you know, for that week or not. Uh, it'd be lovely to hear some of what you've been studying. Uh, Nancy says uh, this, this is something I found as I was studying this week and thought I'd share it. What lessons can we learn from Jared and his brother? One, so she gives 10 things. Practice humility and faith. Inquire of the Lord, ask for his help. That's number two. Number three, allow yourself to be directed continually by the hand of the Lord. Number four, build our ships according to the instructions of the Lord. Number five, trust that God has prepared all things for our survival and success, even air to breathe. Number six, when we wonder, wilt thou suffer that we shall cross this great water in darkness? The answer is no. The scriptures have given us to us the sh- given to us to shine forth in darkness. The light of the world is with us as we travel. Number seven, the Jaredites enter the vessels and commend themselves unto the Lord. Trust that he will guide you and trust that our ships built according to the Lord's instructions are tight like unto a dish to keep our families safe. Number eight, know that on your journey, on our journey, there'll be tempests and many times we'll be buried in the depths of the sea, but have faith for when they were encompassed, um, he did bring them forth again out on, on the tops of the waters. Good times will return. Number nine, recognize the multitude of the Lord's tender mercies in your life. And number 10, the journey may be long and difficult, but we'll make it to the promised land. I thought that was lovely. I thought that was brilliant. Um, And, you know, it'd be lovely to hear some more listener comments and things they've learned in particular from these sections of scripture as well. Um, Also, uh, Peter Bradley shared a comment about, um, I asked the question and ask people to think about what does the journey of the Jaredites teach you about life? So I guess Nancy kind of gave her answer in her post. Uh, Peter Bradley shared, this was a good exercise. I I quite like the considering the different elements of the journey. What lights have guided me? What could I compare the barges to or the wind that blew them? I enjoyed considering my own journey through life and making those comparisons. There is many layers. um, That's the end of his comments. I I completely agree. There are many layers um, in this Jaredite journey that we can liken to our lives. And because it's kind of enclosed within a few chapters rather than Nephi's and Lehi's journey, Lehi and his son Nephi's journey, uh, where it, it goes over you know several chapters, um, 
it's even easier to see those comparisons. So I thought that was great. And then finally, uh, I share about um, the record that Moroni keeps and why he states that Ema within the generations of wickedness is blessed to see the Lord. Why is that specific detail included in there in this fast forward through several Jaredite generations? Had a couple of comments on that. Firstly, from Candace Welch, uh, she says, I think it's because Moroni saw the Lord and felt a connection to Ema. The vision that Ema had doesn't really add anything to the narrative for us, except to show how righteous he really was. Either way, we can see how righteous kings help and inspire their people to righteousness. But I think it meant something for Moroni to know someone else who lived in a wicked time and Mongol warfare that was almost destroyed, that almost destroyed his people was able to see Christ. Wonderful comment. Um, I didn't see that connection at first with Ema and Moroni, but that's completely right. And so it makes sense that he would feel um, you know, the need to include that because of the connection he felt. Also, Mary Place said, I'm not really sure why this was a, this was interjected at this point in the story, but isn't it, isn't it a wonderful and uplifting verse? Our loving prophets in these latter days, our loved prophets in these latter days will be addressing us with a message of hope to remind us to keep looking upward to God in our trials, that we too can receive a great blessing from our Lord and Saviour if we stay close to him. Maybe Moroni was saying, see, it's possible to receive God even though we aren't in a high position as a king. This is so uplifting as this history of the Jaredites is so so full of negativity. Um, two wonderful comments there. And um, I think that they were really uh, insightful and really helped me with my study this week. Now, um, yes, uh, for the remainder of this uh, study session, I'm going to uh, have a look at something that I've studied this week. And I, I would be shamefully ungrateful if that if that's the right word. Uh, if I did not mention this. Of course, our prophet's president, Russell M. Nelson, uh, addressed the world um, on Friday. Now, for me, it was a Friday evening at 6 p.m. So I'm recording this now on Sunday morning. And I will say, first of all, I am grateful. I give thanks for the technology that we have. Isn't it amazing? Could you imagine 20, you know, 20, 30 years ago, being able to receive a well, it was pre-recorded, but being able to receive a basically live message, a message that was sent live to everyone in the world at the same time, a message from the prophet that um, everyone was able to see at the same time from the prophet of the Lord to, to uplift the world at this time during a global pandemic. I mean, who would have imagined that 20 years ago? Um, and that, yeah, we, we experienced it. And I just felt the spirit so powerfully from what he was saying uh, from from fr- from pretty much the moment he started explaining his background as a man of science and a man of faith, uh, I just felt the spirit burn. And so, um, but the reason I mentioned the technology is because as a state clerk, we're actually having our state conference this weekend as well. I say this weekend, obviously you're listening to this on Monday. Uh, so we have now had the state conference by the time you hear this. I, I'm in the middle of it, if as it were. Um, and we've had to um, work together to try and broadcast that because we're in a national lockdown in the UK again um, for another couple more weeks. Um, I had to try and work with a couple of brethren to make this possible to view in everyone's homes. And we're talking, you know, hopefully um, a number of hundreds of accounts watching uh, our broadcast uh, today, which I'm going to be going down and starting work on uh, very soon. Um, first of all, I'd like to point out it isn't any of my work that's made it possible that the brethren that I work with is incredible. Um, or they are, they are incredible. Their, their skills are brilliant. Um, 
And also it just made doing this, this experience has made me realize just how much work goes in behind these broadcasts and this and general conference and all these things. Um, and it is indeed uh, a great um, blessing uh, that we had this, this message from our lovely, our, our beloved prophet. So it was about giving thanks. It was about, um, you know, being grateful. It was a brilliant uh, message. I was in tears when he was talking about his wife and and the struggles he has had in his life. But however, he he gives us a two two invitations. I mean, I'm sure you probably listened to it by now or watched it by now. But he says that the um, the 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 antidote to the spiritual downs that we feel, even the physical uh, things that we have, uh, is gratitude. He says, quote, there is, however, a remedy, one that may seem surprising because it flies in the face of our natural in- intuitions. Nevertheless, its effects have been validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith. I am referring to the healing power of gratitude, close quote. When he introduced it, saying it as, you know, how it was validated by scientists as well as men and women of faith, I was actually wondering what on earth he was going to say. Um, but when he said gratitude, it made so much sense. It was like, yes, it it has. You know, there are so many scientific studies about gratitude and how it indeed does help people mentally and, uh, and even physically. Um, he gives gratitude for many things, but then he gives us two invitations he says, quote, first, I invite you just for the next seven days to turn to social me- to turn your social media, turn social media into your own personal gratitude journal. Post every day about what you are grateful for, who you are grateful for and why you are grateful. Close quote. So that was his first. And then his second quote, uh, his second invitation was, quote, second, like, let us unite in thanking God through daily prayer. Jesus Christ taught his disciples to pray by first expressing gratitude to God and then petitioning him for the things we need. Prayer brings forth miracles, close quote. Considering uh, last week in in our study of the Brother of Jared's prayer, I talked about, you know, moving beyond the framework of giving thanks and then asking for things in our prayers because the Brother of Jared also expresses humility and his reliance on the Lord and other things like that. And those things I think will still be part of my daily prayers and moving forward it did kind of humble me and uh, rebuke me a little to, to hear the prophet of the Lord saying, you need to give thanks and you need to um, petition the Lord for the things that you need. Um, I just thought that was wonderful. But then um, the, the the real hard hitter for me was, and I know I'm over my time here, I'll just be another minute or so. The other real hard hitter for me, the thing that was astounded me the most was his prayer. Um, when he said, Quote, in that spirit, I would now like to offer a prayer for the world and everyone in it. As I pray, I hope you will feel inspired to do the same, pouring out your heart in gratitude for the countless blessings God has given you and petitioning him to heal our hearts, our families, our societies and the world at large. And then he just he just went for it. He just said the prayer. Um, I was honestly blown away. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember a time. Um, other than obviously perhaps ded- dedicatory prayers that I've seen for temples, um, I haven't seen a prophet of the Lord pray before. And it was powerful. Uh, and so please do, if you haven't seen it, it is on YouTube. If you just search the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, it will be there. If you go to the church website, it will be the first thing you see. 
Um, if you go to Church News, it's also there as one of the top stories and the video is there as well. It's also there and, and it's there in text form. So, um, you know, the full text from his message is on the, on, the, on the Church News website. And I'm pretty sure it will probably be on the Church website if you go on there. Um, but that's where I've been reading from is the Church News website. Um, please do study it. Please do, you know, take what you can from it, because I think that that will be a special message for you for a number of months to come. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. Um, I hope you um, please share what you've been studying on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also email, email session at gmail.com if you're interested in joining in a future podcast episode yourself. Thank you for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>